Welcome to the business of pleasure. I live life to enjoy it. I come from a family of strong women. Because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything. Right. Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure. Brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Welcome to this week's edition of A Business of Pleasure. This week, we have the honor um, to speak with somebody that I absolutely admire, Dr. Tamara R. Griffin. Dr. Tamara is um, a speaker, a sexologist, um, and really an incredible woman who um, has done a lot in the work of uh, healthy, the movement of healthy sexuality. She's the author is of one of my favorite books called I Am Sex. It's a book that is part of the Bedroom Candy um, collection or offerings that we offer to our consultants and their customers because we believe it is the type of book that everyone should have um, on their bedside table. It's sort of everything you need to know, wanted to know, need to understand about sex. And I think Dr. Tamara just does a brilliant job of writing and explaining and sharing with us how to be healthy and how to have a healthy sex life. Um, I really love the description of her book, I Am Sex. It says it's a beautiful love letter written to ourselves about ourselves. I Am Sex is a celebration of our sexuality in all its colors. It's an amazing journey to discovering exploring, unleashing, and embracing our sexual selves. In order to live authentically, we must embrace our sexuality. Our sexuality is who we are. We must honor it in all of its glory. We must learn how to love ourselves more authentically. We must embrace and embody all that we were meant to be. We can no longer deny who we are. For I am sex, you are sex, we are sex. I just think that is so awesome. So welcome to the business of pleasure, Dr. Tamar. It's wonderful to have you back on our show. Thank you so much, Nadine. What an awesome introduction uh, to uh, the show. And I'm so excited, as always, um, to be chatting with you about uh, the business of pleasure. So thank you for that warm introduction. I really am honored and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, it's interesting that we're doing, we've talked already on the business of pleasure about I am sex. And I just wanted to have a conversation with you today. I really wanted to focus on LGBTQ issues. And I, I thought that would be an interesting topic. And I would still like to, but 
Uh, since this is May and May is Masturbation Month, I thought that it would be kind of fun to um, have you share some thoughts with us about the whole topic of masturbation. So, um, (laughs) because this is Masturbation Month, and I thought that you might be able to give us um, some some wonderful insight into masturbation, if you'd just like to share maybe just some opening thoughts about about it. You know, masturbation is definitely one of those things that has historically been taboo. Um, in in society, because like, how dare we touch ourselves, right? And because of it, um, I think that many people shy away from it, um, and they don't really understand the true value or the true purpose that uh, one uh, that masturbation actually can can have on an individual's just overall health. And so, I think that it's great that there is a month to really embody and embrace and celebrate and just talk about masturbation because it's like, again, one of those taboo things is to have an actual month, right, that's dedicated to um, creating a space to talk about it, I think is absolutely perfect. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and there are a lot of, I mean, I think that there are a lot of maybe negative stereotypes about masturbation. What are some of those stereotypes that you think come up for people? Well, you know, especially when you look at individuals who are really em- um, really embracing or tied to their religious beliefs, um, one of the things that is, is definitely shunned upon um, in terms of masturbation uh, um, in, in religious communities, some religious communities, um, as something that you just don't do, it's stigmatized. Um, other things include, like, just, again, those intergenerational patterns that have, you know, been passed down to to mom now to daughter and no one's broken that cycle because they haven't really had a conversation about what it really means to first of all be sexual a sexual being but alone, you know to pleasure yourself um, sexually and so then the way that society again just ha- has kind of framed sexuality as a whole masturbation is one of those things that kind of gets left out of the conversation and so it's because of those things or some of those things people, again, tend to, you know, they shy away from talking about self-pleasure. It's like one of those things that's done in the dark, you know. We, we just do it, and we may not share with someone, you know, our girlfriends or our, our, our partners, and we may not tell them because of, again, the embarrassment and the shame and the guilt and the stigma that's attached to it. And it's not until we have a space like this, you know, the business of pleasure or a month that celebrates, you know, masturbation, that we're able to come out and say, hey, you know, I masturbate too. Oh, you do too? Great. And then we form this kind of dynamic that creates a, um, a conversation for healthy sexuality. Yes, and I think it's all about healthy healthy sexuality. I always, you know, think about one of my first conversations with Candy Burris where we talked about um, just sex toys and self-pleasure. And one of the things that she said was that there were many women who... Um, were, you know, in bad or abusive relationships. And Mm -hmm. she thought that, you know, if some women understood that there was an option for self-love and self-pleasure, that maybe they would not stay in abusive relationships just for the sex if they understood that there were ways that they could uh, provide themselves with self-pleasure. And I think that begins with self-love. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, absolutely. I think 
the sexuality as a whole, whether it's masturbation, whether it's sexual intercourse, vaginal, anal, or oral, I think it all begins with self-love. I think we have to love ourselves before we can even begin to truly experience sexuality in all of its colors and all of its flavors. We have to love who we are before we can share ourselves. We have to know what pleases us and pleasures us before we can communicate that effectively um, to our partners. And so absolutely, it all begins with loving ourselves. Um, and when we love ourselves, we're less likely to put ourselves in risky situations like, um, you know, uh, interpersonal violence or, you know, um, uh, at risk for unwanted or unintended pregnancies and other sexually and sexually transmitted infections, including, you know, HIV and just a whole host of other things that we just learn to really love who we are and where we are at that moment in time and, and create a space where we, if for some reason we don't love ourselves where we are at that moment in time, give ourselves permission to um, be, begin to heal and do the work that we need to do in order to really begin to love ourselves. Yeah, it's interesting because I think about, you know, single people. It doesn't just have to be women. It could be men or women. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes we stay in that relationship because we're feeling like, you know, we're not going to get sex otherwise. We're going to be alone. We're not going to experience an orgasm ever again because mm -hmm. we're not in a relationship. And so you accept any type of relationship rather than you know, giving yourself some time to find the right partner. And it would be great to be able to say to people, listen, in the interim, you know, there is self-pleasure, there is masturbation that you can use to provide that release, to provide that self-love, to provide that pleasure. Um, you don't need to be in a subpar or bad relationship Um in order to in order to experience pleasure and i think that is so important yes i definitely think it's powerful to you know, give people tools and alternatives to be able to, you know, experience self-pleasure or that self-love that they need to experience when they're, like you said, when they're in the interim of finding another relationship or just even getting to know themselves. Again, self-pleasure is just one of those ways that you get to know yourself, um, you know, just simply by learning more about your body, you know, understanding how it functions, the parts and what makes you feel good and what touch you like and what touch you don't, you know, you may not necessarily like. And so, again, self-pleasure is just so much more than, you know, the orgasm, of course, it's about, you know, perhaps having the orgasm and, 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 and experiencing that sense of ecstasy that we all get from, you know, um, that orgasm when those uh, hormones are released. But it's also a great way of learning yourself and being able to understand your body and how it functions and then being able to communicate that to your partner as well and having informed conversations with your physicians. <laughs> you know, you want to be able to talk to your physician about your body as well. And so again, self-pleasure is definitely one of those tools, especially as a sex therapist that we use for women who have never experienced the orgasm or, and for women who don't know their body parts and how it, it functions we often you know talk about an exercise you know grab a mirror you know spread your legs and look at your body parts because again society has taught us especially that women's bodies are dirty and they're nasty given all the commercials that are out there about you know how the vagina and the vulva it's supposed to smell springtime fresh, so how can we not disassociate ourselves from something that's dirty and nasty? And it's because of those things, you know, that we tend, again, to shy away from masturbation. Oh, wow. That's, that's so, so true and so on point. And I think it was you in a past uh, interview or one of your talks I was listening to, um, someone shared with me that, um, 
you know, there are so few women who actually experience orgasm through vag- vaginal penetration. Is that mm-hmm. is that something that you might have shared with me prior to this? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it is because we've talked so many times about so many different things, yeah. you know. So, yeah, but it is a lot of women do not experience um orgasm through vaginal penetration because, again, a lot of women don't even know that there is a such thing as a uh, vaginal orgasm or that there's different types of orgasm. Most women, in fact, 99% of women experience um, orgasms through self-pleasure or through clitoral stimulation, which usually is self-pleasure because, of course, the clitoris is the only organ in the human body solely designed for pleasure. And so typically when most women begin to masturbate, that's, you know, um, one of the ways that they, 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 that they pleasure themselves is through that direct clitoral stimulation. But yes, you can experience vaginal orgasms. You can experience all sorts of wonderful orgasms. And again, it comes from knowing your body, right? And so pleasure, masturbation is one of those tools that can help you learn that. Interesting, interesting. And Dr. Tamar, one of the things I thought about today as I was preparing to speak to you on the business of pleasure is um, I remember a while ago, many, many years ago, it was the Surgeon General. She was an African-American woman, and I'm sorry I'm spacing on on her name right now. And she got... Jocelyn Elders. Yes, yes. (laughs) And she got into so much heat and trouble when she talked mm-hmm. about the fact that maybe young people should consider masturbation as a way of um, birth control or and it wasn't birth control, but I think it had to do with, do you remember that whole conversation? I do. And I, Tell yes us about no. that. I remember the controversy. Yes. I remember the controversy. Um, and she suggested that masturbation as a tool that could be used. And I think that it's important because, again, when we look at, especially in the field of HIV and um, sexually transmitted infections, when we look at harm reduction or risk reduction, that is one of the ways that we suggest that people lower their risk for um, getting a sexually transmitted infection or HIV because you're not coming in contact with anybody. So masturbation, self-pleasure, as well as mutual masturbation, you know, which is shared with your partner. So she, it was a huge firestorm. Yes. That I, I definitely remember, I can't remember the intimate details, but I do um, remember that conversation being um, something that was going on for years in the on the media and it impacted her, um, her uh, office Yeah, I think she ended up resigning soon after that. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I mean, now the conversation has shifted. And I think that people have begun to understand uh, what she was talking about. And I think, again, it might be young women. I know that as in working as a therapist, you know, a lot of young people get addicted to the pleasure. I mean, sex is a pleasurable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I've had young men in treatment who are just addicted to it, whether they were straight or gay. They were having a lot of sex. Um, and it really wasn't about the relationship. It wasn't about intimacy. It was about that orgasm. And mm-hmm. what I have said to young people is, you know, sometimes self-pleasure and masturbation is it's it's a much less risky behavior. As a matter of fact, the risk factor is almost invisible. I mean, you there is no risk in self-pleasure. You don't you're not going to contract a disease. You're not going to get pregnant. You're not going to get abused. You have control mm-hmm. over your own body and it really is better than sort of running around to nightclubs and 
public bathrooms and, you know, at parties just having random sex with people, the end result can just be so traumatic and damaging for a lot of people. And a lot of especially girls end up feeling abused and damaged and um, Mm -hmm. understanding that one can derive pleasure from masturbation. I think is, you know, a good conversation for, you know, women and men to begin having with their children, with with young people who are, you know, into discovering their bodies and discovering the pleasure of sex. You know what, I definitely agree. That's why I'm so grateful and appreciative of spaces like this where we can have the discussion, we can have this this sort of safe space for people to learn about, you know, different things when it comes to sexuality. And again, masturbation is one of those things, you know, that has been historically taboo and and, and stigmatized. But as you have mentioned, I I will agree with you that um, over time, society um, has created a, a, a way for us to have the conversation. But you know, it's not always necessarily in the healthiest way. So again, I I, I honor you and, and Bedroom Candy <laughs> and, and Candy Burris for creating a space that's safe to be able to talk about the tough topics, the, the topics that have been stigmatized, but then also give individuals a way and the tools that they need to be able to actually do um, participate and engage in some of these things and that, that we're talking about. And so thank you for that. Oh, and thank you, Dr. Tamar. I want to end today. I mean, I could have a million conversations with you and we would like to have you back on the business of pleasure to talk about some LGBT issues later on. But I felt that this today, especially since we are in May and, you know, it's funny we're talking about it. Society, you know, May is masturbation month and maybe everybody doesn't know that. But I think a lot of people in the business of sex know that this is masturbation month. It might be all about marketing, but it's it's also about creating a space for people to have conversations like this one about masturbation, about the benefits of it, about the pleasure of it. And and just about, you know, the, the whole topic, I think, is really interesting when you're talking about healthy sex. Um, and so I'm really, really grateful to you for joining us today on The Business of Pleasure. In closing out, is there anything else that you'd like to say about masturbation as we uh, close out this episode? Yeah, I just, again, thank you, Nadine, for um, allowing me to, to share. It's always an honor and a pleasure, as I've mentioned before, to, to, to work with you and to talk with you. And so thank you. And But I think it's so important that we as women, as men, as people, as human beings, regardless of our sexual orientation, our sexual preference, our gender, our gender identity, our gender role, and all of these other things that we, this other stuff that we have to navigate in order to be sexual beings, I think it's so important. One of the most important things is to know your body, to become intimately acquainted with your body, because it's the only body that you have. (laughs) You don't get another one. You can't exchange it, and you have to take care of that. And taking care of your body essentially means loving yourself, and part of loving yourself is part, uh, it includes self-pleasure for many people. And so it's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something that you should fear. It's something that you should absolutely try because it's a part of who you are. It's a part of exploring your body and becoming intimately acquainted with it, knowing what brings it to pleasure, knowing how to take care of it, knowing what's natural for your body. Because if you don't know, then how can you protect yourself, right? And so again, I think becoming intimately acquainted with your body through self-pleasure is absolutely something that um, young men and young women 
whomever, people, humans should definitely take into consideration. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Tamara. Tell us where your books are available. I love I Am Sex and it is. I know that one is available through Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, either online at our on our website or through one of our wonderful Bedroom Candy Consultants at a, or at a Bedroom Candy Party. But how else can someone be in touch with you or uh, purchase your books? Yes, you can uh, purchase my my books, all of my books. I Am Sex, um, Live Inspired, Feel Empowered, and also It's Not the Birds and the Bees, It's Sex, online um, on my website at www dot dr tamara griffin dot com and that's d-r-t-a-m-a-r-a-g-r-i-f-f-i-n dot com or you can also purchase um live inspired feel empowered and it's not the birds and the bees it's sex on at any other online book retailer or like a um, another retailer like amazon but if you want an autograph i recommend that you get it from me Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And of course, your bedroom candy consultant. So, Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Tamara. We look forward to having you back on. We look forward to having you at our bedroom candy convention in August. And thank you again so much for your generosity of time and spirit in sharing your expertise with us and allowing us the opportunity into your space and coming into ours, into the business of pleasure to talk about these really important topics. Thank you again. Have a happy May Masturbation Month. And this has been another wonderful episode of The Business of Pleasure. Thanks again for listening. Would you like to earn free bedroom candy products? Throw a bedroom candy party? Find a consultant in your area? Or join our amazing team of empowered bedroom candy consultants around the country? Or would you like to shop our gorgeous catalog of sexual health and wellness products? Visit us at bedroomcandy.com forward slash podcast. That's bedroom, K-A-N-D-I dot com forward slash podcast. I was pushing through the crowd trying to get to where she's at. I was campaign shouting like a southern diplomat. And